0: Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 94, and I'm drinking Italicus, Rosolio di Bergamonto. With each episode of Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. I chose Italicus for this episode because several listeners have requested that I feature this spirit on the podcast. That's probably because it's become very popular since inception. And since I've been seeing it on my local liquor store shelves, I figured I would grab a bottle. The bottle of Italicus I have is the standard 750 milliliters. It is 20% alcohol by volume, making it 40 proof. And for me, it retails at $40. And what a bottle it is. The design of the bottle is amazing. It is, first of all, a very unique blue color. As a vessel, it has a great design story all its own that helps tell the story of Italicus. The bottle was designed by award-winning creative agency, Stranger & Stranger, and is said to pay tribute to Italy's exquisite history and heritage. The color of the glass is inspired by the Blue Grotto on the island of Capri, and the clear waters of the Amalfi Coast. The shape is inspired by Roman columns. The bottom deep inset of a centimeter or nearly half an inch recessed in the bottom, there's a depiction of a cross section of the bergamot citrus fruit. Front and back and neck labels are small and brass colored, but it can look a bit like craft paper in the right light. The front label is very simple, affixed in an indent within the fluting of the column shape and simply reads, Italicus, Rosolio di Bergamotto, liqueur, 750 milliliters, 20% alcohol by volume. The back label barely contains more than the barcode and government warnings. The neck label has the detail, and it reads, Italicus, Rosolio di Bergamotto, is based on original recipe from the 1850s. Well known in Italy at the time as Aperitivo de Corte, the Drink of Kings, made from authentic Italian bergamot and select native Italian botanicals, the sip of Italy. The neck label also includes a number. My particular bottle is number 391552. The stopper for the bottle is ornate and provides an appropriate finish to the column of the bottle. Directly on top is the Italicus logo, which depicts Bacchus, the Roman god of wine, posed like Leonardo da Vinci's Vitruvian Man, who is harvesting local bergamot. The sides of the stopper appear tiled in alternating black and white distressed squares, giving it a decidedly Italian Renaissance look. Text around the logo on the top of the stopper reads, Italicus, grown, harvested, and made in Italy. Okay, so let's get into this bottle. I've got a brand new bottle, not opened de- yet. I've never tried Italicus, so this will be a new adventure for me and you my listener. All right, it's got plastic shrink wrap. Halfway there. I think it's perfect, yeah, okay. Got that. (laughs) And now let's see if we get a pop. As I do with all spirits on this podcast, I'm tasting it neat, I'm using a clean Karen glass for that purpose. It's a whiskey nosing glass, ideal for seeing the spirit, nosing the spirit, and of course tasting the spirit. So let's go for a pour. In the glass, the spirit is clear, but it's got a slight yellow tinge to it, actually in early photos on the Italicus website and another other uh, press materials. The spirit looks a lot more yellow than it is here in my glass. That's something I've noticed. And maybe just some of the color in the batches because it is a natural product. Maybe that varies a bit or maybe they intentionally toned back the yellow. And on the nose... Oh, it's familiar. I think there's like a gentian. I know there's gentian in it, and so that's what I'm smelling, a bitterness to it, but it's also floral. and There's not a citrus top note to it. I kind of expected that because bergamot is a type of citrus. Mellow, bitter, floral. That's what I get on the nose. No sharpness to it. Now let's try it on the palate. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Wow, this is a distinct liqueur that has definitely a a change in flavor as you taste it and swallow it. The finish is very different from the initial taste. It's sweet, bright on the initial taste. Let's try it again. I get that bright, sweet floralness right at the beginning, and then almost immediately you get a wave of wonderful citrus. It's not really like navel orange or just standard grocery store orange, and it's not a sharp lime or lemon. It's citrus but it's soft and there's floral to it too. And then it fades to a bitter. You get that bitterness from the gentian in it for sure. And then it gives you a sweet finish. One more taste. Delightful. Citrusy, sweet, floral, bitter. It's like a four flavor note combination. It's well-balanced. Okay, let's talk history. Italicus dates to just 2016, so it's rather young as spirits go, but old enough to have carved out a niche that should give it staying power. It brought back to the bar a whole category of Italian spirits that have become overlooked, this being Rosolio. Before Vermouth and Amaro, Rosolio was the Italian aperitivo. While many sources will claim rosolio refers to a spirit made with roses, and Italicus does indeed use rose petals in the recipe lending legitimacy to this claim, the word rosolio actually comes from the Latin for ros solis, which means morning dew or dew of the sun. The spirit category took on the name for the morning dew because farmers would harvest botanicals early in the morning when dew was present, And it also happened that the cooler temperatures would concentrate the flavors and sugars in fruits. This harvest would be used to infuse alcohol with sugar and water to make rosolio. Rosolio was popular in much of the region that coalesced into the country we know today as Italy. As the neck label states, rosolio was a favorite spirit of royalty and the drink of kings. In the early 1500s, Catherine de' Medici, part of the dynastic ruling family of Florence, Italy, married Henry II of Orleans, son of the King of France. Henry II is credited with introducing Rosolio to France, where it became known as the Elixir of the Medici. However, Rosolio faded to the shadows in the last decade of the 1700s when the 17th Duke of Savoy, Vittorio Amadeo III, and Rosolio from his household and switched to vermouth, which he preferred. This change in royal tastes was said to have changed agriculture, incentivizing farmers in the Piedmont region to start planting grapes for vermouth production. Rosolio carried on as a homemade and commercial product into the early 1800s, but were all but gone commercially within the century. Families, as has been common in many other parts of Europe, continued to use local fruits and herbs to make alcoholic beverages, and Rosolio survived as a traditional product. Italicus is regarded as the first modern Rosolio, and credited with reviving the category. And the man behind Italicus is Giuseppe Gallo, born on the Amalfi Coast where memories of enjoying the bergamot flavor in foods helped inspire him. Gallo has spent his entire professional life in the spirits business, He's a bartender, but was also a noted brand ambassador for Martini & Rossi, the famous Vermouth brand. Traveling the globe educating professionals and consumers on the merits of Martini & Ross, while at the same time raising the profile of Vermouth as a category, plus evangelizing the merits of Italian cocktail culture, earned him the honor of being crowned Best International Brand Ambassador at Tales of the Cocktails, Spirited Awards, in 2014. But before this, shortly after the new millennium had started, Gallo came across an old recipe for Rosolio de Torino in a book published in 1894, whose English translated name is Practical Liquorist. While Rosolio was not unfamiliar to Gallo, having grown up in Italy, he recognized a huge gap in the commercial spirits business for Rosolio. So, Gallo tried making a batch of Rosolio de Torino, and apparently it was terrible. After reaching the pinnacle of what could be achieved as a brand ambassador in 2014, Gallo set his mind on creating something new, a new brand for bartenders that he knew so well. And a new Rosolio would be the product to do it. He gave up his career with Martini and Rossi and bet big on himself and what became Italicus. In so doing, he founded Ital Spirits in 2015, a marketing, events, and brand activation agency based in the UK, who specializes in providing fresh, innovative beverage consultancy. The following year, in 2016, Gallo launched Italicus, a reinvention of historic Italian Rosolio. Perfecting the recipe was said to have taken 15 months, and the influence of the bergamot came from his youth and family traditions. The unique flavor was familiar to Gallo and brought back fond memories as well. Plus, a UNESCO-protected region of Calabria along the Amalfi Coast of Italy is where the fruit has been grown for centuries, and it's just south of where Gallo was raised. With a perfected liquid product, the brand Essence of Italicus was distilled in no small part by the creative firm Stranger & Stranger, who was tasked with creating the Italicus bottle. The hard work and intention paid off when, in its first year, Italicus was crowned the Best New Spirit in 2017 at Tales of the Cocktails Spirited Awards. Italicus has since gone on to win more than 50 gold medals. Drinks International recognized Italicus as a top-trending liquor brand in 2019-20. In March of 2020, Italicus announced a partnership with Pernod Ricard. While the press release talks about Pernod Ricard expanding their portfolio, it doesn't seem to have been an acquisition, rather a mutually beneficial partnership, as Giuseppe Gallo remains CEO of Italicus as of this recording. Gallo is quoted in the release saying in part, Since its launch, the brand has experienced success with both the on-trade and consumers, and it is now time to consolidate with his heavyweight, strategic partner in order to accelerate our global distribution italicus is available in over 40 countries across the globe and in 2021 had gross revenues of 5 million u.s referred to as turnover by the company since italicus is headquartered in the uk though it was originally founded in italy okay so let's move on to how it's made Italicus is produced in a family-owned distillery in the town of Moncaleria in Turin, northern Italy. Rosolio, as a category, is made by infusing a neutral alcohol with botanicals, adding sugar and water to bring the final product to a moderate proof. Italicus follows tradition, and the recipe includes, of course, the bergamot citrus. This fruit has a green peel and can appear really lumpy or distorted on the outside, Bergamot is most used by the perfume industry. And I'll admit the first product I recall that called out bergamot as an ingredient was a lovely scented oil reed diffuser made by Archipelago in their bergamot tobacco flavor. But with the bergamot in Italicus, that's sourced from the UNESCO-protected Calabria region of Italy. There's also Cedro Citrus, Lavender, gentian, Yellow Roses, Melissa Balm, and Roman chamomile are what's known. The botanicals are macerated rather than distilled. This is done to respect the traditional process, as well as, I'd assume, to harness the right flavors. The bergamot and cedro are cold pressed in a technique known as sfumatura that uses water to help extract the essential oils from the peels. The other botanicals, the lavender, gentian, yellow roses, melissa balm, and Roman chamomile, are infused together in a thermodynamic maceration over the course of around 8 to 9 days. The botanical liquid is then blended with neutral grain spirit, sugarcane, and water before bottling. So that's how they make it. So on to cocktails and consumption. Italicus has been designed to work with sparkling liquids and white spirits. In fact, the back of the bottle commands that you always enjoy Italicus chilled over ice or with Prosecco, and you should include olives in the serve. Italicus's founder, Giuseppe Gallo, however, actually has gone on the record, saying he enjoys it with an IPA beer, stating the citrus notes from the bergamot and cedro blend perfectly with the bitterness of IPA, and the hops work well with the chamomile. This is a man that knows his flavors. So in summary, what do I think of Italicus Rosalio de Bergamonto? It is really good. It is floral, sweet. It's got that bitter note that I enjoy. I can see why this has become very popular. I'm going to take another little taste of what I've got left in my glass. Mm. Oh, it's so easy to drink. I absolutely need to open some Prosecco and try this in a classic spritz for an aperitivo. It's got a great story as well. And the success of the brand I know is not in... No small part due to Giuseppe Gallo's connections and understanding of the spirits business having been a noted brand ambassador for a long time. But obviously the liquid product is great. And then the branding around the bottle, the design and intention to really capture the Italian Amalfi Coast. I think they've done it. So that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor the Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Tell your friends. Show notes are on liquor liqueur, connoisseur.com. You can also find the show on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to podcasts, I strive to be available there. The show is also on social media. I tend to be most active on Instagram. And because Italicus was a requested spirit, I do indeed love hearing from my listeners. So if there is a liquor or liqueur that you would like to know more about, please do reach out. Contact information is in show notes. And as always...